Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's something that really puts you off when you're texting? Just doing it. Just texting, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you just hate it. <laughs> yeah, because texting, there's no nuance. There's no sarcasm. You can't show sarcasm. Like, humor doesn't translate well on text. So I just... Uh, you would I, be I, without all your superpowers My personality just vanishes and I'm just a, just a, net, a body just sending letters out into the world. I'm not really a big fan of it. You can't... Like, romance gets lost. It's just it's just great for facts. So you can't use your words, Tom. Is no. that what you're saying? You need to be charming in person, otherwise it just doesn't work. That's right. This is a this is a package deal, <laughs> and it's separate components. It just doesn't work by itself. Everything needs to be one. I know. What what about you? In a romance, are you talking in a, a romance? romantic kind of context? I hate excessive emoji use. Um, like it, like oh, yeah. one or two, fine. But if you're gonna have like. Smiley face, dancing girl, maracas, cake. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> That's right. Um, and I also hate in a blind date text context. So, like, I've when you're on Tinder with somebody, I can't stand it when someone I haven't met says... I missed you today. I'm like, no, you didn't because you've never met me. Like, that's not... <laughs> yeah, true. It's over-familiarity by text if you haven't met them. And then I can't stand... that. My biggest pet peeve is when people reply with either just thumbs up or K to anything that I say. Right, you need a... F- unless, unless you know they're driving and you've just said, I'm 15 minutes away and they're like, thumbs up because yeah. that's all they can hit or whatever. But don't fucking thumbs up me. Sure. Give me a full, like... <laughs> Cool, that sounds great. Looking forward to it. Or fuck off, you big fat bitch. Like, but just yes. not, not. Don't K me. I don't don't know. K me. Texting is can, like can be lovely and fun uh, when you're first flirting with someone or first dating them. You you back and forth is fun. But then once you date someone for long enough, texting quickly becomes. Hey, can you grab milk on the way home? It's just like trivial stuff. Just so like you were texting before. You're like, what are you bringing me for lunch, girlfriend? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Hello, everyone. I am Liz Best here with... That's Tom Harris. I hope you're all well. I hope you're all well too. A lot of people aren't well. And so that's pretty much how I greet everyone these days. Yeah, that's are right. you well? Because <laughs> if you're not, get away from me. <laughs> so this is the podcast where we talk about relationships, past dating things, trauma. It can be happy, it can be sad, it can be ridiculous, but we kind of try to have a bit of a kumbaya moment with both our guests and our listeners listening to stories of love gone really fucking wrong. The the podcast started out with Liz and I being busybodies wanting to put our noses through other people's emotional trauma. And it but hasn't stopped being that. It hasn't stopped that. It still is that. But also it's developed into like a lessons learned kumbaya betterment of society. Sort yes, of po- exactly. I, I and think this podcast is super important to humanity. Oh, bless. And, <laughs> and, and, and everyone in the world should be listening to it. So get on it now. No, I just sit here with my spray bottle ready to spray people when they yes. make terrible decisions. <laughs> no, stop it. 
All right, so today's guest, we have a returning guest. She's my best friend. She's a performer. She's a singer. She's an actor. She's nearly got a Master's of Marketing, which is very impressive. Wow, very sweet. Emma! Welcome back, Hi. Emma. Hello. Thanks you for might, having me back. You're very welcome. Uh, le- uh, readers at home might remember Emma from a, a previous episode, as mentioned, um, where Liz copped quite a, a best friend tongue yes. lashing. But deserved and yes. able to, to have people. We had a couple of people write in to say that it was very helpful to hear yes. how oh, to yeah. navigate a toxic relationship from a best friend perspective. Like, how do you help your friend when they're going through that shit? So it was super entertaining from a yeah. schadenfreude perspective of mine <laughs> and actually super informative. So but this, this yeah. time we're leaving the best friend. Um, I'm out, out of this of story. And yeah. Emma In fact, is I'm out of the state for this story. Yes. I only heard about it secondhand. Yeah. So Emma's here on her own volition to sort of tell her own story. Yeah, it's funny. You think, you know, after talking you through a toxic relationship, I might know what one looked like myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case. No. Ladies and gentlemen. No. And let <laughs> me just say, works. when I met this guy that she's talking about, I actually, I met him once because I lived in Brisbane by the time they started dating. Um, and I said to him, if you hurt her, I will kill you. Ooh. Haven't followed through on that yet, yet. but I was now. close because <laughs> he he was within striking distance for a little while. Yeah, for a little while. <laughs> now on the podcast, we like to say no threats. Yeah, but, look, but I feel like no threats, but I'm allowed to. I've got like host diplomatic immunity, <laughs> so Emma can't make any threats. It was also threats. an old threat. We're just revisiting yeah, a threat that has already been made. Yeah, right. this has already to been put to face. his face yeah. in the universe. So I'm just saying, person. Don't come near me. <laughs> <Don't> yeah. <laughs> Watch just out. The, just the same as if my ex Brad was within striking distance of you. Yeah. It'd be a dangerous situation. Oh my. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh boy. So the story today I'm very excited about because it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite stories of Emma being Emma. <laughs> right. So yeah. everyone at home will get I a good view of what Emma's yes. uh, personality peak, and peak, characteristics about. Peak Emma. Um, the peak Scorpio in me. So <laughs> Whoa, speaking of Scorpio, so apparently there's a new nah, star sign. Nah, it was all a joke in. from NASA. They made it up. It's a joke? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I yeah. I got moved. As much as I relate to being a Virgo, <laughs> which is what they essentially said I would be, I'm like, I'm definitely more of a Scorpio. See, I got moved from Scorpio to Libra and... Not I'm a Libra, I, not you're not a Libra, not get out of Libra. Not that I cared before, but yeah. suddenly I'm outraged. Yeah. So if it's a joke, that's wonderful news. Yeah, no, it was I can't believe you're a Scorpio. My Scorpio not that I believe in that, but is Tom is very not Scorpio. Scorpio as well. Apparently I am. No. You just want to watch the world burn with me too. What's your rising moon? Because you're not Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Is that a thing? Rising sun, thing. rising moon? Yeah, mine is a Leo. So Leo and Scorpio is like... If only madness. You are just like a Absolute lion chaos. with a fucking poisonous yeah, exactly, tail. Yeah. <laughs> if only it mattered. Anyway, uh, back to yeah. a story. So, unlike previous stories, this is going to start at the end Ooh. of the relationship, mm. correct? Yeah, we'll give decided. a little quick summary so yeah. that you understand why it happened. But Go. the most interesting part was at the end. So, um, and Do you have an alias for you? Oh, yes. Sure yeah, and the rules. Oh, we'll do that first. Okay. Yes, yes. So, I, yes, his alias is Joshua. 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 Josh. Josh, because yeah. we thought it was a douche name. Yeah, Sorry to Josh is out there. Douche okay. <laughs> it was really important that he had a douche name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all the Joshua's. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Okay, so look, standard rules, no threats other than by me. Mm. Um, yes. And if you at home know who Em's talking about, don't be a dick and mm. spoil it because the whole point of this podcast is so that other people can hear these stories and relate and learn and blah, blah, blah. So if you're going to go around being like, oh, my God, what did Em say about fucking Joshua, um, then we don't want you listening to our podcast go away. Yeah. It's yes. a small world, so I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about it. She was but quietly shitting herself at brunch trying to figure out how she was going to tell just, this story. Because there's more than just douchebag Josh involved in this. Yeah. There's someone else involved in this who I do care about, so I'm just tiptoeing. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so those are the rules. We've got Joshua as the alias. Mm-hmm. As with the last episode, if you accidentally say douchebag's name. Yeah. It's we very will, possible. We can bleep you. Mm. In moments you're of the anger. only guest we've had yeah. to bleep. Because yeah. <laughs> you just get so angry. I get really carried away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I might it's get okay. carried away here. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, I met this guy a couple of years ago um, doing a show, classic me, um, and we started dating. We dated for about a year and a half. It was an extremely toxic relationship. Um, just in every stereotypical way, like horrible gaslighting, um, a lot of advantages taken, really... um, Making you deal with his depression without giving anything back to you as well. A lot of like... And that was part of the gaslighting as well, which is kind of like making all of his issues my responsibility, Mm. um, which led to a lot of anxiety issues for me, um, a resurgence of an eating disorder that I'd had from a previous relationship as well. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, hectic. And like to the point where my anxiety had manifested itself physically. So I was getting this like massive um, twitch down the side of my back which would make which is so big that it would make my entire arm lift so um yeah so it was like a big deal and it was a rough a rough time um anyway so that's like the basic overview um there were also rumors like towards the end of our relationship because I had won a trip to go overseas and I took him with me and there were rumors from some of his friends who are not particularly nice people who um they were trying to say that like he was only with me for the trip and all this sort of stuff which was pretty shit um but he was like no 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 that's not the case and like obviously I loved him so I believed him whatever we went on this trip we came home he broke up with me a couple months later or yes anyway um when we broke up it wasn't necessarily that he broke up with me it was that he had pushed me to end it so I still see that as him ending it but it's like the constructive dismissal of the dating world like you were forced to resign from that relationship I was absolutely forced to resign um and when I went over there to break up with him it was like this issue (laughs) where like and, and my friends still talk about this that so he was in bed with a hangover when I got to his place and the whole time we had this conversation and I was crying and we were, you know, like talking about all this stuff, he did not sit up. He didn't. He never sit up. A year and a half in relationship at all. Yeah. He didn't. He did not even sit up when I left. I left his house. His dad helped me take my stuff to the car. He didn't even sit up in his bed. His parents begged her to stay. His parents loved her and begged her to stay. He didn't even sit up in bed to say goodbye. Yeah. That's really okay. Anyway, (laughs) what a time. Um. So that was shit. Uh. Anyway, that ended. Moved on. Um, a couple of months after we split up, he um, started sleeping with someone else. I know this because she started stalking me on Instagram. And it was one of those awkward things where she didn't 
she didn't follow me. She would just watch all my stories as soon as they were posted. Like within five minutes of posting a story, this chick had watched it. And I was like, like he was one of the mutual friends we had, one of the only ones. I knew they were doing, I knew they were working together. I was like, okay, like I can put two and two together. We're going to call her Sophie. No, this no, is this a different girl. Sorry, this no, is no, 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 okay, different cool. girl. This is why this is why this is important, right? Okay. This is what led me to okay. <laughs> what I did. Um, so yes, so that was one of them. Um, and like it, it got to the point where I was just like so. F- can I swear? Of course, yeah. I can. It's your podcast. It's my podcast. Here. What the fuck? I was fuck so are you fucking over. It. I can't remember if I swore last time, but I'm definitely gonna swear. So I was so fucking over it, like. Um, and it wasn't just her. There were like other girls that he had dated in the past who would stalk my. Instagram stories who had never met. Do people not realise that you can see I know. that? I was like, you know what? It, you know, if we put it in the context of physical stalking, like, you know how like it's, I mean, first of all, it's uncool to sit outside someone's place in your car and watch them. But <laughs> would you also then get out of your car and wave at them when they see you? No. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like by appearing and it's one thing to stalk someone's Instagram feed, but to stalk their stories, they can see you watching their stories every day. Yeah. And if you don't know them and you don't follow them, why the fuck are you doing that? Like yeah. you may as well be waving to me saying, well, hi, I'm watching you. If anyone who doesn't, who, who somehow doesn't know how stories work, they don't pop up for you unless you follow the person. So in yeah. order to see their stories, you have to search that person's name in yeah. the search bar that means you're to searching see their me stories every, every day. day that is mm. extreme so anyway i blocked this chick i blocked a couple actually um she was one of the ones i blocked and i was just fucking over it um because i was like i'm trying to move on with my life i don't need every chick he sleeps with from here until kingdom come fucking stalking me for the rest of my life as well because then it, it's just like this annoying thing where it's like oh i guess he's sleeping with someone new because now they're popping up in my instagram Who's stories this strange person looking like, at my story as well we go. i guess he's got another screw um yep. yeah it's it's almost flattering to you that you're getting all this secondhand uh, to like, begin with i laughed yeah. i was like oh my gosh how embarrassing for you and, you know i can see you doing this like um and then yeah i guess it was kind of flattering but then also this guy that i dated um josh was like I was probably one of the only relationships he'd been in and mm. in a very he's long a, time. He's he's a fuckboy. Yeah, he's oh. a fuckboy. Yeah. And I thought um, that. And I and said that. And I think that. that's why these chicks stalk me because they're like, well, I'm the only other person he's been in a relationship with. They can't really stalk anyone else. So mm. anyway, um, all that happened, um, which leads me to Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Months after the last chick that I'd blocked, I think that was in like the August and this was in January, I guess. Yeah, January this year. So she, um, this Sophie chick started following me. She actually just straight out followed me, which was like more than the others had done. So I was like, wow, tick brave. (laughs) All right, Um, rock on. So she's like started following me and I like clicked on her profile because I saw we had multiple mutual friends. I was like, who is this chick? Why don't I know her? Because you know when you have that many mutual friends, you're like, yeah. how do I where's not know connection? this person? Yeah. yeah, where's this connection? Have we done a show together? Whatever. She was quite young, like 10 years younger than me. So I was like, well, we're not, we don't run in the same circle. So that's a bit weird. So, um, but then I, I did recognize her and I just couldn't quite figure out from where. And then in her um, Instagram feed, <laughs> there was this photo of her wearing this jacket and it was a very distinctive vintage 80s jacket and I knew it really well because my friend Mia owned the jacket Mm -hmm. Um, and (laughs) so Mia and I had done a show ages ago where she'd bought this jacket and um, because the show was 80s um, and 
she'd bought it. It was quite expensive um, because it's very much a one-off. Um, and she had lent that jacket to Josh um, for a performance for an 80s gig mm. um, and he'd never given it back. And we had joked about that over the years, like since. We were like, oh, he never gave it back. Like, how annoying. She really loved that jacket. Like, and we would just joke about it, like, regularly. But not an end of the world. No, no, no. It was just kind thing. of a, like, like, me. Oh, I was like, she never gave me, uh, he never gave me that fucking jacket back. What a cunt. And yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, fair <laughs> sure. enough. But then you spot Sophie yeah, so wearing I'm like, this I was like, distinguishable, one-of-a-kind jacket. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that was mass-produced. Like, I mean, it might have been in the 80s, but not now. So um, I was like, I, I kind of put two and two together and I was like, okay, I can see. I was like, here we go again. Another, <laughs> another chick stalking me. This time she's decided to follow me. She also was just like liking my pose, watching my stories. I was like, this is a lot. <laughs> but by that stage, because of all the previous chicks that I'd blocked and like had a gut full of mm. um i just kind of snapped and i was like i am so fucking over this because this was like by the time this happened this was like a year and a half after we'd like after josh and i had split and i was like i like how much long do i have to put up with this shit like i'm over it so anyway i decided um <laughs> i was just Pause for giggling. <laughs> Sorry. Pause yeah. for giggling. Okay, and we can debate later whether this is um, fishing or trolling. I don't think she was trolling. But I call it trolling. But here we go. go. Okay. So I had – there's a photo of Mia in the jacket in this show we did together. And I posted it on my stories. And, like, in the context of, a, like, a series of photos from this show, I posted that jacket. Mm. And, like, tagged Mia and was like, RIP this jacket. Knowing knowing yeah. that this chick, that Sophie was going to see it. Because I was like, you know what? It was just my way of saying, I, I see know. you. Yeah. I see you, right? Um, and I didn't expect anything to happen. I just kind of thought maybe she'll leave me alone now. Like maybe I, I, she can just leave me to rest in peace. And like I, I didn't want to have to block another one. I just wanted her to go away because I was done with it. And within... I think it was approximately seven minutes um, because I remember saying this to Mia. I was like, it's been seven minutes and she's replied. And Mia was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I did not expect this. Like I honestly just thought she'll go away. And she'll be like, oh my God, she knows. She knows, she'll go away. No, she replied and she's like, "Um, I have that jacket. And I was like, what do I say? Like, I know you have that jacket. I can see it. Um, and I was like... <laughs> was she saying, I have that jacket? Like, yeah, I, I have know. the same one or exactly. I have that jacket. So I, so I played dumb. I was like, that's so weird. Mm. I was like, I didn't think there would be many of them. Like, I didn't think they were mass produced. Um, my friend Mia bought it vintage for this show. So, yeah, but she lost it. So, you know. Um, and she's like, no, no, no. Um, Josh gave it to me. And I was like, Bold. oh, how do you know Josh? Bold. <laughs> and, and, like, and this is the case, right? Like I had suspicions, but I did not know that they had dated or that they were together. I just had my suspicions mm. based on what had happened in the past with other chicks that had stalked me. Um, and I was like, Josh gave it to you. And she's like, yeah, we dated. And I was like, uh-huh. Um, it's not his though. It's Mia's. Like he, was, he borrowed it from her. He never gave it back. I was like, so weird that he gave you someone else's jacket okay and she's like oh my god I had no idea she's like I mean that makes perfect sense because given who he is as a person and how our relationship ended of course he would never have given me something that was his of course he gave me something he essentially stole from someone else (laughs) and I was like I was like I'm sorry to agree with you but yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> Correct. That is exactly something he would do. Uh-huh. And everything makes sense. And she was like, oh, my God, I am so fucking horrified. Like, I, I can't wear it anymore, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we got to talking and she explained to me the way their relationship had gone down, which was very similar to the way our relationship had gone down. And she she went through a lot of crap and a lot of anxiety with him as well. Who Her would have thought that mm. dickhead okay. men have patterns? Okay. Who would and have imagined? Like some of the patterns were identical. Yeah. And I don't want to get into the full details of it, um, but like t- to like to the p- like physical routines where it would be like he would leave something like that on his bedside table and then you would read into it and it was like identical things he would leave like and it yeah. was it's wow. like he follows a recipe and it's not it's not even just a pattern it's like a it's an exact recipe and it was very it's like, like identifying a serial killer because a serial killer has and this is, uh, identifiers. Yes. And this leads me to my his next calling point. card was leaving shit from other girlfriends all <laughs> over 100%. the place. <laughs> so, um, not that me was his girlfriend, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so like, we got to talking. Me and Sophie started talking and compared a lot of notes. And I actually found it surprisingly really um, life affirming. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. Because up until that point, like, that relationship had been so bad for me, so toxic, so horrible for my self-esteem and my anxiety. And, it, like, uh, and this is one of the reasons why I, w- I had just snapped and posted the jacket photo because I was like, oh, I've had a gut full and it's I just still I can't following anymore. You. And it's still following me and I feel like I'm being haunted and that's not fair and I was so upset and I just couldn't – I couldn't get over it because it kept coming and finding me every time mm. I tried to go away. Yes. Um, but talking to her, like, actually engaging with her – and no, and us comparing notes and finding out that the patterns were really similar between the relationships and like him following these exact methods, um, just kind of made me realize that first of all I wasn't alone and I felt so much better about it. I was like, oh my god, like both of us have essentially been targeted by this like narcissistic sociopathic person um, in an almost identical way. We've had almost identical reactions to it, um, and we're both really lucky. We came out on the other side and. So it was a it was a learning curve for me, um, but just yeah, it was just great to talk to her, and I I didn't expect it. So I did think you feel the sisterhood just like did, rising though. up I in you? I kind of did, and I think that's like <laughs> it was really empowering. And I think that like I and I didn't expect it to be. And I think you know as as much as I <laughs> I feel kind of bad for trolling her now because she's. Such, I don't think it's trolling. I you just know, posted something that you knew that someone would see. Trolling would be like going onto her account and being like, "Yeah, nice jacket, bitch. Used to be mine," kind of thing. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I guess. being aggressive about it or yeah. like aggressively trying to get a rise out of her. Whereas all I guess you were it was doing, in my space, you were just going, "I see you," yeah. and you put it in your space. You didn't put it in her space. And I think trolls are all about going into someone else's space and corrupting it. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it is. Fitting, she wants to come to your home and look at your shit and get offended. Yeah. Yeah. I was just waving from my own lounge room window. Exactly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I like with that. I, I felt I felt bad afterwards because I was like, I did do that on purpose, and I never really told her I did it on purpose. I kind of just let her believe it. So was a Sophie, bad if you're listening right now, <laughs> girl, soz, she <laughs> still but loves I'm, you. But I'm also glad, and I don't regret doing it because yeah. if I hadn't done it, we wouldn't have made contact. Um, we wouldn't have developed a friendship and we did develop a friendship. And the result of that friendship was that she posted the jacket back to me. Oh, result. To give to me. She, what did she put on there? Did she do like little love hearts on the... Yeah, on the post bag. Yeah. And like a note in there. Well, there you go. It was really cute. Jacket secured. Yes, jacket back. But for what purpose, <laughs> Emma? Well, look, originally she was just like, I'll post it back to you um, to give back to Mia. And I was like, great. I mean, no rush, you know, I can always like 
get it off you at another stage like if we decide to meet up and all this sort of stuff and she's like no no no, I'll post it back um and then I looked at my calendar and I was like do you reckon you could like express post it back (laughs) and she's like why and I was like well it's just that um I'll be seeing Josh at this thing (laughs) (laughs) in in like a week and um it's like an it's an 80s thing and the jacket would be perfect (laughs) to wear and she's like oh my god and I was like yeah (laughs) and she's like this is a level of like she goes I I mean it's not even revenge it was just like this uh, that's trolling I feel like that is trolling would we call the jacket jacket gate potentially is trolling yes yes so this part of the story is so I didn't troll Sophie (laughs) I fished with Sophie this is definitely a trolling situation um Yes. Yeah, so anyway, she posted the jacket back. No, 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 wait. Wait, what? You're forgetting about the extra little special thing that she added or was talking about adding to the jacket. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I completely forgot about this. Until How you could you? Um, so she's like, okay, so when I post it back, she's like, I have drowned it in my perfume. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, this wasn't even my idea. She was just like, I'm going to drown. She's like, I'm going to pour a whole fucking <laughs> bottle of my fucking perfume on it. And I was like, ideal. She's like, I hope that by the time it gets to you, the scent hasn't disappeared. It hadn't. I didn't put my own perfume on that night. Just put the jacket on. <laughs> and I made sure that I was in close enough proximity. <laughs> and the look the look I got, I will never forget. <laughs> I will literally never forget it. It was just – it wasn't even like a – nothing – nothing really like nothing extreme passed over his face it was just like this like really long glance it was just kind of this like you know when you've seen something you don't like a double take but also staring into space kind Mm. of yeah it was just like double take and then yeah staring off into the distance and I was like having the ticking over in his mind happening but when you know someone well enough you know exactly what's going on so I was like this is amazing um Mia was there too we were all there um it was the sisterhood of the traveling jacket so (laughs) yeah got to this (laughs) to this night wore the jacket um wore it all night at the end of the night gave it back to Mia she wore it exiting in front of him as we left um, wafting that perfume wafting that perfume (laughs) through the whole club um so yeah it was like and we've maintained a friendship me and Sophie um she actually came um to stay with me at my place in Sydney um earlier in the year not long after Jacket Gate actually so she stayed for a couple of days at my place and yeah we're good friends I mean she's a lot younger than me so you know aside from Josh and Jacket Gate we don't have much in common necessarily like sure but she's lovely and she's a legend and we get on really well and she's really sweet and well-meaning and she's really happy now she's like in a new relationship and moved on with her life and just like a really like are you really happy now I am oh good (laughs) <laughs> Self-partnered, but like, no. I, I, that's okay. You're allowed to be, that's yeah. okay. I, I'm not particularly interested in, I haven't been interested in dating in a while. Uh, to begin with, it was because of Josh, not so much anymore, but. Emma and I have very similar dating philosophies now. And yeah. We used to be worlds of fucking part, but now yeah. we're at the point where we're like, it's a lot of energy to put into something that's not fulfilling I think, and sustaining. Yeah, and I think even before Josh... I was a really picky person in terms of like... Don't I, say picky. You had standards. No, no, no. Like, but that's what I mean. Like I am I am a very busy person and I'm a very independent person and I don't like sharing my things or my bed or my room or my space um, and all my time. And so... <laughs> when so in I other pick, words, everybody else in my life, yeah, fuck off. So when I pick people to be in my life, friends, partners, whatever, I'm 
like extremely careful with who I yeah, fair, you know dedicate my enough. time to um, and always have been or at least from a young age so um, yeah I mean it's unfortunate that I let someone like that into my life because I thought I was being really picky when I let him into my life but you know it's that, that, is that same thing with him though that he seemed like the exception to the rule he did they like, always, but they always do that's the thing like and it's that love bombing we talked about with Brad where it's like at the beginning of a relationship they just they mm. seem like the perfect person and what? you're like oh my god this is what I've been waiting for my whole life and then after three months they can't maintain I think that's actually like a scientific thing they say it's about three months where if someone's putting on some sort of facade they can't really maintain it past that point yeah um but I remember you telling me all these stories about how like how you guys actually started and how he'd been you know sleeping with somebody else and mm. then oh ended up chasing after you and the other girl was like super jealous yeah that was a really weird situation too because I look back now and I'm like how did that actually go down because the way it was explained to me was that he was really into her and he was sleeping with her and they could have been in a relationship except she was gonna move overseas so he ended it before it got too serious Mm. and I was like that makes perfect sense Mm, but then when we got together and she was really upset about it I I guess I didn't like I just trusted what he'd told me but I, I never really thought about it and went Mm, maybe that went down a bit different to what I thought yeah you know you look and you look you know um hindsight is everything like Mm -hmm. you you look back and there's so many things that I question now um Europe when we went to Europe (laughs) together on that trip especially after talking to Sophie um and oh my god here's another part ah this part kills me so like I asked her did he ever talk about me to you and she's like I asked once and he told me a bunch of stuff and I was like okay and she said yeah um he kind of hinted that yeah he probably um like would have ended it before Europe if it wasn't for Europe and I was like awesome 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 um and like that made me angry enough to go (laughs) to go and google how to sue someone over that but I didn't end up suing because it was all about (laughs) it was around the time that we heard that Mariah Carey was suing James Packer for wasting her fucking time I was like fucking Mariah Carey can do it I can fucking do it (laughs) because you've got the money to sue someone Ah, don't you yeah no um but like what a fucking I just gotta go to Europe. It, it man. just gotta makes go me Europe. so angry. Like it just, I just free trip. I, I can't. Half I've of got my no words. Trip. I'm furious. Yeah. I'm sorry. It makes me furious too. I could have taken you. Like <laughs> I know. God damn it! Now <laughs> I'm doubly as furious. Yeah, I know. What a fucking mistake. Oh my god, I'm that would have been so great. And I now know. With COVID, we can't sorry. travel at all. We'll oh. try and win another. Ah, oh, blast! I'll You've never, won so many overseas trips. Like honestly, even if I, if I win another trip and I'm married, I'm not taking my husband. No, I'm not. I'm not taking him. Because you've it. won what? You've he won can Europe. Home and sit. You won New York at some point, didn't I you? I didn't win New York. I paid for New York. No, so I won Fiji, UK, and Europe. Yeah, yeah. UK wow. and Europe. Three overseas trips. trips. Yeah, I know. My luck is extreme. Except so next for time you're taking me, and yeah. it'll be amazing. Yeah, that's sort of um, the, the the motion passes. I yeah. think Husband, the have it. goodbye. It's on and record now. The other thing I wanted to come back to, um, which you mentioned earlier about like the serial killer vibes. <laughs> um, and this is like my favorite part of all of this. And I oh, still am like, yes. what in the fuck is this? Um, so when um, when Sophie and I had this conversation and she was like, yeah, he said this, this and this. She's like, I also like found something in one of his bedside table drawers. And she's like, and one of the things he told me about you is that you drank a lot of tea and that you had a certain tea that was your favorite. And I was like, yes, I drink this 
chamomile honey vanilla tea this twining is one that i'm obsessed with i have at least 10 cups a day sometimes up to 20 i like it's a problem and the smell (laughs) the smell is like a lot of my friends associate it with me because i'm always drinking this fucking tea so like if i smell smell it anywhere i'm like yeah i have friends who call it emma tea they're like oh i bought some emma tea for you or i like i got my friends into the emma tea they all love it like it's delicious guys try it i'm not sponsored by them but you should try it i wish i was sponsored by them because i spent so much money on this tea anyway she went into his bedside table drawer he does not drink tea at all but he had a box of my tea in his bedside table drawer Mm. unopened um he had so at this stage he had moved to uh queensland and so i'm i live in new south wales and he was in new south wales he'd moved up to queensland which is where he met sophie so in the move up to Queensland, this tea had come with him. He hadn't bought it in Queensland because the receipt was with the box and the receipt was from New South Wales. So he had travelled with this tea to Queensland, put it in... In his bedside table! bedside table drawer. Whilst, you know, dating someone who yes. isn't associated with yeah. the said tea. Yeah, because... Well then. Yeah, and she said to him, because like they were going through, they were cleaning up because he was about to move back to New South Wales and she was like, uh, what's this? And he's like, oh... Oh, you can have it. Do you drink like? Would you drink it? And she's like, No, I don't really drink this type of tea. And he's like, Oh, okay. Oh no. And she's like, Do you want me to chuck it? And he's like, Oh no, just just leave it. I'll, I'll mm. take, take it. What's the verdict on with the, the receipt still in the drawer? Yeah, and the receipt I'm really was dated confused. from when we were like together. What's so, the verdict on this, Liz? He's a What's psycho. The, okay, okay yeah. fair enough. But like she <laughs> said to me, Sophie stop. was like, have you watched that show on Netflix, You? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, the trophies. It's trophies. It's the fucking trophies. <laughs> he's oh going to kill you. Yeah. And when I mentioned it to my cousin, and I had not even thought about this up until this stage, she was like, do you think it's just because it smells like you? Well, that was, well? yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I, Like, anyway, that part freaks me out. And I still can't explain it because I did not think he was that weird. Like, I definitely think he's a sociopath, but I didn't think he was that, like, Joe from you level crazy. Like, I haven't seen a glass cage. I <laughs> don't know where he'd put it. Um, but, yeah, that, like, I'll never, I'll, I don't think I'll did ever forget Did you ever the find... Factor trophies from other girls while you were with him though no the drawers were empty he had emptied his drawers to make room for my stuff when we were together like I had stuff in the drawers except for the bottom drawer I found a whip but the whip was not it was a stage prop it was like too Are we long sure? to be a sex Are we whip sure? I think. we joked about it at the time because he was out when I found it because I was putting stuff in the drawers and I opened the bottom drawer and there was still stuff in it and right on top of all the stuff was a whip and I pulled it out and first I sent photos to my friends because that's what all girls do they're like what is this and then all my friends Terrifying. were like why does okay. Josh have a whip and I was like oh my god should I leave him should I run and they were like oh and then he came home and like I'm there with the whip and I'm like What's this whip? <laughs> and he's like, I can explain. <laughs> and I was like, please explain. Um, but he was like, oh, it was just a stage prop and then I used it for a costume. And he's like, I did not even know it was still there. Possible it was a trophy. Don't know. This but guy- I didn't see any other trophies. But saying that, as I said, I was the only person he's dated in a really long time because he was such a fuck boy. I don't think he's had relationships to keep trophies from. Mm. Yeah, true. So... I just keep remembering that story about how I think was it it was a birth it was it a birthday party for you or was it just a party? Oh yeah, yeah. It was my like I called it my anniversary because it was like my five year anniversary of having lived in Sydney. Yeah, where he just fucked off in the middle. Of yeah, the night. like <laughs> he just disappeared in the middle of the night. Like it just wasn't at the party anymore because he just went to go and get high and drink with his mates and just didn't. Well, he took one of my mates. Yeah, to a, a club. 
like in another suburb. And they, well, he, he said, so the, the, the well, it's not a club, it's like a bar and mm. it's called The Bank, The Bank Hotel. And he's like, oh, um, like we're just going to go to The Bank. And I was like, oh, okay, see, see you in a sec. And I was like, because we were about to go out to dinner. So I was like, oh, maybe he wants to go get cash out or whatever. Mm. And then it, it, it had been like an hour and we were already at this like pub and we'd already ordered food and stuff. And I like messaged him. And I was like, how much longer are you going to be? And he's like, oh, we're at the bank. And I was like, yeah, but it's like the bank's closed. So surely you just <laughs> went to an ATM. And he's like, no, 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 the no. bank hotel. Yes. And I was like, instead of coming out to dinner, I'm like, for are your you fucking well? <laughs> like, why would you disappear and like in the middle of my party, take one of my friends and go to a fucking like place to get high and drunk? Like while me and my mates just like were waiting for you guys to come back so we can order food, thinking you went to an ATM for an hour. Yeah, such bizarre fucking behavior. bizarre behavior. like you just don't do that yeah uh, he weird. had many mental issues <laughs> and Evid- just quickly evidently. before we go on to lessons learned can we chat a tiny bit about how much his parents were obsessed with you yeah um oh look ob- obsessions are strong no word. well like in love in like d- they yeah, just loved yeah. you i'm trying to be diplomatic about it but yes i love his mom i still love his mom i still get on with her really really well um i had actually met her before i met him mm. so um, I have a great friendship with her and she's such a legend anyway. She's such an easy person to talk to. And like one of the first things that she said to me was like, you're one of the first girls that's actually stuck around to say hello. Oh. <laughs> so um, I think a lot of them just kind of got shoved out the front door. So um, yeah, I like, I always would like, if I came home from work or like after rehearsal, I'd sit down and have a cup of tea with her before I went to bed. Um, so I was really good mates with her. Um, and with his dad too. Mm. Like his dad was a lot quieter than his mum was. Um, but I like I really cared for him and he was such a lovely man and, and so easy you, to talk to. When you break up with these people, it's you have to break up, up, up with their family. You've got to break up with their family. I still, miss, yeah. I still miss Brad's mum. Like, yeah, of course. Mm. And I miss, I miss Josh's mum. And also yeah. his sister who actually lives overseas. She, I met her once when she came back on holidays and we hit it off and we've been friends ever since. And whenever she comes back to visit, I like we catch up. Me, his mum, and his sister. Yeah, not him, and we don't even talk about him most of the time. Like it, he's that not even used mentioned. To drive me nuts though, because even when I was with Brad, Brad's ex girlfriend used to catch up with his sister, and yeah. she'd be like, mm. "Auntie Sarah," yeah. and I'd be like, "What the fuck is that? Why is she still?" And then, but I, I get know. it now that I actually like I, the parents. I remember you and I talking about this because after Josh and I split, I was like. So I'm still hanging out with his mum every so often and his sister. I was like, I remember how you were with Brad's ex doing that. I'm like, is it weird? I mean, at the time he wasn't in a relationship. So I was like, I didn't feel as bad. But Once also, they get into the new relationship, I feel like you've got to back yes. off a bit. Mm. And I have. Yeah. Like I, I have absolutely done that since then. Um, and and so so have they. Like, And that's mm. totally fine. Like no... No hard feelings about it at all. I just, um, yeah, I did really love them. I still really love them and care about them. And mm. it is a shame, mm. especially when you're like, oh, my God, I have locked out in the in-laws department. I know, you know when you, know, you think like, you've oh hit the jackpot. Oh, my God, yeah, because yeah, it's one thing meeting a great guy. It's another thing meeting a great family. Yeah. Oh, got um, it. Got so, it. Yeah, so that was a shame, but. Bugger. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, so what have you learned? Yeah, coming out of it. But- um, always troll (laughs) no um i've learned that like um you can get closure in like the most unlikely of places i think 
you know, I'm, I'm such an advocate for like you should not seek closure from your ex. They cannot give it to you. They no. will not give it to yeah, you. And if you yeah. go looking for it in that place, it's not going to come back to you. Don't ask them the questions. You're not going to like the answers. I've gone through that in my yeah. past. You've got to shut the door. The closure is you closing exactly. it. Like. The issue for me being that like I felt that I was trying to close a door and someone had their foot in it, keeping it ajar because I kept getting stalked A bunch of women had their feet in I'm your like, door. I'm like, fuck off, let me close the fucking door. Um but then this one person who has stuck their foot in the door, I opened the door to her and was like, all right, say what you need to say. And like that, I let her in and we closed the door together. And that was really special. Like not just for me, but I think for her too. And our friendship is really special to me in that way. I think I'll always um, appreciate having her in my life. And I, I never expected to, to get closure from one of Josh's exes, but um, I did and I'm really grateful for it. And I'm also just grateful for the sisterhood and the 80s jacket that brought us together there you go i my my lesson learned there is uh if i get an instinct that emma's boyfriend is bad i'll just act first ask questions later that's a great (laughs) i wish i got that instinct (laughs) no my real lesson is is trust the sisterhood yeah because like i've had i mean you know the first time, uh, where's what's the name I'm going to go with? Let's go with Josh because they're both Jay. Yeah. Um, we'll go with Josh as well because all Josh's are douches. Yeah. Sorry, Josh's. Um, the first time he cheated on me yeah. and had an emotional affair, I was gutted and I was just like, that bitch, rah, rah, rah. Mm. And then years later, we ended up, oh, when we broke up, she was the first person to contact me and go, I'm really sorry that you guys broke up. And I thought, fucking, here's this, fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, and we got to talking and he had led her on in a very different way that he'd told me that he had. And we ended up mm. like having um, lunch together and having huge chats. And then um, my Josh lost his shit when he found out that um, we were hanging out together in Sydney as well. Mm. Like I took yeah. her to a movie premiere with me and he yeah. was just like, what the fuck are you guys hanging out? I'm like, you're with someone else now. Why do you care that the, that the two – he's just like, I just don't like the fact that the two of you are talking. And I'm yeah. like, eh, fuck off. I know, and there's some satisfaction in that too because like I don't know if he ever really – I mean, he would have. He he's, knows. He smelled the perfume. He saw the jacket. Mm. But like I don't know if he ever knew that she stayed at my place. He might not know that or that we're actually – decent didn't, friends. Didn't Sophie though post stories at your house? Oh she did. Like <laughs> Whether he saw them or not I, I don't Who cares? know. They're Who in cares? the world yeah, and that's the satisfaction. <laughs> yeah but yeah. but yeah trust the sisterhood. Try not to try not to when a guy's being a douchebag don't blame the other woman. Exactly. Or the new woman I or the old woman. Yeah and I think there's, or there the old is, person, regardless of gender. Yes. Yeah, there is a tendency to do that. And I think if I've learned anything from my history of watching 90s rom-coms and especially First Wives Club, <laughs> is that it's usually men who suck. <laughs> not other women. <laughs> so, yeah. like, if you can find common ground with another woman, there's more power in that than there is in, like, yeah, just... Yeah. In, in hating her yeah. like because usually and that this is definitely what I've found to be the case they've been through as much shit as you in sometimes almost identical ways and like and that's what you need like sometimes you just need to know you're not alone in a situation yeah and the only person who can give you that is someone who has been in has walked in your shoes yeah so yeah it's um it's one thing to like reminisce with your friends and try and compare notes about different boyfriends different boyfriends and toxic relationships it's another thing to reminisce with and talk with someone who has been in a it similar relationship with the exact same person mm. your experience yes it absolutely so i does. think there should be 
ex-girlfriend clubs. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. We need to start ex-clubs yeah. of people who've dated the same person and the, it's like mandatory friendships. Yeah, and we'll wow. all wear white 90s power suits. Like, <laughs> and sing. Yeah, Horn and uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I reckon my uh, lesson learned just quickly, uh, Emma, you mentioned during your storytelling something about uh, – the the uh, the early days of a new romance, yes. three months or so, when you, when yeah. you love vomit, when it's all but it's too new to figure out. Yeah. So it's sort of take your time. Anytime you're in a new relationship, just just get through three four months mm. before you start going. He's the one. Yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah. Picket fence. It's all yeah. gonna happen. Let 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 things settle uh, set, settle down and then yeah. and, and lay a bit before yeah. you race off into the sunset yeah. with the with with your new bow. Appreciate the free trial period. Yes, yeah. before you yes. commit to the Try full annual subscription. Um, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, go month by month. You yeah, can reassess exactly. that shit. <laughs> That's right. You'll be like, it's almost Don't the end of this month. Because uh, getting out of those contracts is hard. <laughs> you have to right. pay your way yeah. out. It's rough. Don't so sign anything that has exit fees. <laughs> That's right. So read the, sm- the, read the small print and yeah. commiserate with exes. Is that, yeah. what we're, is that the advice I for today? I think commiserate with exes. Like, the, they could be the friends that you never knew you needed and never knew that you could have the best friendships yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. How, do you, how, do you, how does one go about you doing that? You post a jacket on an Instagram oh, story. Yeah. Have that's you gotten fish for it? Yeah, no, I think... Like you can reach out, honestly. Yeah. That girl whose real name I keep going to accidentally say and yeah, I don't want Sophie. to. When Sophie. she no 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 my my oh, yeah, the girl oh. you're her reaching about. out to me was very brave and yeah. very bold and it was uh, it was something that I have appreciated to this day. Yeah, I mean, I you know, in terms of posting that photo of the jacket, like I look at that and go, all right, it was like petty like petty central for me. Um but I have to respect the fact she was the brave one in that situation, like messaging me, talking yeah. to me. She really was the one who reached out and I'm forever appreciated. Mm. I will forever appreciate how brave she was with that, you know. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for that because she's, you know, 10 years younger than me and I she know. was the brave one. Yeah, well. She was the one who sought me out. Same thing. This other girl was seven years younger than Maybe they just mm. don't know to be cautious yet. <laughs> but I think also it's, it's yeah. easier because, like, she had asked about me. So she'd heard him. And she said to me, she's like, you know, he said some things that I knew probably weren't true. And I was interested to know. She's like, that's why I started following you. I was interested to know about you because I wanted to know if he'd lied about mm. stuff. I wanted to hear it from your side. And so, like, it's hard to reach out to an ex after you, but the one before you probably easier. Like, there is one girl he dated before me that I still to this day have thought about reaching out to and asking if she went through a similar thing. I um, say if we've learnt anything from this podcast, do it. Yes. And yeah. then we will have three for the Yay. first suits. Guys, if you want to write in and have your story either told by yourself or told by us on Ghosts of Boyfriends Past, you can go to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. You can go to thatsnotcanon.com forward slash ghostsofboyfriendspast and fill out our form. You can find us on all of the social medias because we're very social media-y. Go to our Facebook group, Ghosts of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy, if you want to chat with a community of like-minded, awesome humans. Um, Otherwise, just rate, review, please comment, rate, share. Please rate, review and subscribe. I love that you send me individual messages saying, oh, my God, I just found your podcast and it's great. But can you put that in, like, Apple words? Because yes. Apple makes us famous. Yeah, don't bother, don't bother me on a Tuesday morning saying, <laughs> I love the show. I don't know, friends who talk like that, but that's the voice yeah, I chose. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell Apple or tell someone else and I'll see it eventually. We'll see the good words. Yes. We're, we're quite egotistical. 
But thank you so much for coming on, Emma. No thank doubt you. we'll have thank you on again in the future. Yes, thank so, I have so much many for being stories. brave. <laughs> we'll have you back soon. <laughs> thank you. I believe in love. Do you believe in love, Amy? I do, Gina. I also really believe in helicopter dates, bottomless champagne, sparkly cocktail dresses and big-ass red roses. Well, you'll be surprised to hear that we're obsessed with The Bachelor. We will be sharing that obsession with you and discussing all things Bachelor and Bachelorette. We'll be talking about memorable moments, who we think Batchy will choose and the lessons we learn along the way. So prepare your cheese board, grab the wine, and get overly emotionally attached with us, your hosts, Amy Duro and Gina Schwartz. Love Batchily. Two gals here for the right reasons. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.